Every great champion knows that success, overcoming, and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Hour Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself. Hey, this is Lewis Howard, and welcome to another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Today, we're in for another tech-edge cultural conversation, and hopefully you get the one thing that might make a difference in you connecting with the program today. We're going to talk about anxiety. Uh, It's something a little bit different. I'm not a doctor. It's a medical issue. But I know so many people are dealing with anxiety. I got friends that are dealing with anxiety, relationships, situations that people are dealing with anxiety. So I thought I'd just take a moment in the show today to really share with you some takeaways about anxiety and hopefully give you maybe a difference maker in your relationships. Maybe you know somebody that's dealing with anxiety and can maybe use some of the things that we're going to talk about on the show today. Anxiety is a real thing. It's not just something people make up. Uh, It is something that people deal with. It's a medical issue. It is uh, creates mental health challenges, so much so that there are six different medications that people can take to deal with or relieve anxiety to try to get their ability to function under control. So people get anxiety about many different things. Right now, of course, the pandemic that's going around the world is creating anxiety. Maybe you know somebody that's had COVID, uh, passed from COVID, or dealing with COVID. This pandemic is a worldwide terrorist that's attacking the population, creates anxiety. Am I going to get it next? Am my friends going to get it next? Will my kids get it next? So we have those kinds of anxiety thoughts about the economy, changes, the impact from the pandemic from businesses and individuals and how they live, the impact of jobs, relationships, money, and the list goes on and on about anxiety. We know that teens are dealing with anxiety. Social media bullying is creating anxiety. People don't know what's coming next, if they'll be attacked for something that they say or do. These are just few examples of anxiety and what it can do to you. Why do we have the anxiety? How do we deal with it? How do we manage it? How do we keep it from taking control over our time and our life? That's what the show really is about. Anxiety, according to statistics, is the number one mental health illness in the United States of America today. Did you know that over 40 million adults are dealing with anxiety? 18% of us are having to deal with some form of anxiety and deal with medications associated with dealing with anxiety. Another known fact Anxiety was one of the number one search things on Google in 2019 and 2020. People are searching online about how to deal with anxiety. Are you dealing with anxiety? 
What's causing you stress? Is it some of the aforementioned things or maybe something that's a little too private to talk about? Maybe you got some news from a doctor. Maybe you got some news from your company about a layoff or change in structure, working from home, not working from home, stay at home. All of these things are builders toward anxiety. So today's show is probably going to be more like a TEDx program where we'll give you a few takeaways here and there, some aha moments, some things that you can use in your life. So I recommend stay tuned, take some notes. And if you are living life perfectly, then maybe take the note for somebody that's dealing with anxiety. Maybe a child or a teenager that's not watching the program. And if you're a professional, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, maybe take away some of the practical cultural things that create anxiety to talk about that with your patients. If you're joining us, this is Lewis Howard Live. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to jump in to have this discussion on anxiety. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. Hey, welcome back to Lewis Howard Live. You're just joining the conversation today. The topic is anxiety. Not the most sexiest or fun or inviting conversation to talk about, but I believe it's important. And when people around you are struggling and dealing with anxiety, it's no fun. And a lot of times people are trying to manage it alone and by themselves. And so I want to bring out some thoughts today to deal with that quiet part that people don't like to talk about, maybe some things that you can use to either help yourself or help other people. So in this segment, let's talk about cause and effect, right? There's a cause and then there's an effect. What causes anxiety or what triggers anxiety can affect you? One of the things it begins with is what we fix our mind on. What have you dialed yourself into? Because what you dial yourself into becomes your focus, becomes where you are directing your attention, which is what directs your energy and your drive and ultimately your decision making. Focus on different things can either excite you, energize you, drain you, or even depress you. I know that the right phone call can energize me. If the right phone call comes in and I'm having a good positive conversation, I'm energized. But let me tell you, if the wrong text messages hit my phone or emails, it can send my day sideways. And then all of a sudden, I'm trying to keep myself positive from have having a negative interaction. So what you focus on, you know, the movie Frozen, they say, let it go. We got to let it go. You got a bad conversation with people. You got to let it go. Because if, if it keeps lingering, if it keeps holding on, it's going to keep stressing you. And all of a sudden, your day is going to get away from you. So it's about focus. 
Secondly, it's about your intake. I got a trainer and he's always talked to me about caloric intake. You know, this fancy term about how much I eat in creates what comes out, garbage in, garbage out. Well, I say about life, quality in and quality out. If I have quality coming in, then I can produce quality out of my day and my conversation, which starts with what are you fixing your mind on? What is the first thing you do when you start your day? Is it the news? Is it coffee? Is it yoga? Is it exercise? Is it prayer? Is it meditation? Is it quiet time? What are you doing affects what you're going to focus on, which ultimately will impact what your energy level is. You know, it's terrible to be tired at nine o'clock in the morning. You haven't even started your day, but your energy has already been drained because of how you began your day. So focus is important and what I'm taking in. So whatever I'm feeding my mind, right? That's why the TED Talks are so important. Um, these different steps and motivation. I believe it's why this show is important. You can put this in your mind to start you on a path to a good day, a good week, a good month, maybe even a good year. So people inspect other people's drama. So if you're one of those type of people, this is not a show for you. If you love trauma and drama, this is not a show for you. If your issues have issues, you probably don't like this show. Because if your whole thing centers around drama, you are the source of anxiety. So you have to look at yourself and examine yourself. Do I create anxiety? You have to stop and look at yourself and say, am I a creator of anxiety? What do I talk to people about? I know people that only want to talk about the news. They only want to talk about the election. They only want to talk about the past. They're stuck in the past. They're, they're looping the past. Right? It's this musical term when you keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. You keep playing the same thing. Well, there is some people's mind. They're looping. They're looping on what went on. The good old days, the past, I'm trying to deal with what's now and you're bringing me down. You're bringing me down because you won't let it go. So it really is about how you choose to energize and focus your day. If you're just joining us, we're talking about some anxiety thoughts and some things that we deal with as a culture. Uh, 40 million Americans are dealing with it. 18 percent of us are dealing with anxiety in some different level. 49% of Americans are taking anti-anxiety medication. Okay. That's, that's a big number of people that are having to try to find a way to control it. And yet here's the crazy thing. We keep subjecting ourselves to the very thing we're trying to get away from. Right. If the news keeps taking you into the anxiety and then you take medication and you keep watching the news, rinse and repeat. You get what I'm saying? So it's something something's got to break and you've got to decide what is preoccupying your mind that makes you have to keep dealing with something that you need to break away from. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation on anxiety. So maybe tell a friend to join in on the conversation. If not, make sure we can get you this show. You can listen on the Lewis Howard Live website and, of course, on our YouTube channel. Stay with us. We'll be right back to continue the conversation on anxiety. (laughs) 
The Millionaire Club Charity is one of Seattle's oldest existing charities. In addition to job placement and employment services, the Millionaire Club provides job training and licensing to help workers become qualified and job ready, from nutritious meals and sack lunches to housing assistance to stabilize their lives. Despite its name, the donors to the Millionaire Club are ordinary citizens with a desire and passion to help fellow citizens overcome the barriers of employment and housing. For more information, call 206-728-JOBS or go to millionaireclub.org. Hey, this is Lewis Howard Live. Thank you for joining the conversation. If you're a first-time follower, connector to the show, welcome. We reach around the world with this show. We're in eight different countries and 15 different platforms, and we're just taking it to a new level so you can see the face now. You'll be able to interact. Pretty soon, you'll be able to make phone calls right into the show. So we just keep improving it and making it better and better so that we can help you become the best version of yourself. We're just having a discussion today on anxiety, how you deal with the challenges and stress that life gets into your zone, into your cranium, and how do you deal with that? One of the things that we've talked about is what you intake. And one of the biggest thing is when we're dealing with media marketing, media marketing knows how to get you angst. They know how to get you excited. They know the key words and they sell you anxiety, especially if you're up at one or two o'clock in the morning. Some of the commercials that come on are crazy, right? And so they're selling you drugs, to help you relieve a problem, but then they're turning around and selling you a new problem with side effects. And sometimes the side effects is worse than the drug itself, right? So you were caught in this vicious cycle uh, companies, and they're part of the problem because they're sponsors of media shows, news shows, and different shows, you know, ED, right? You know, you hear it so much, you think you have it. Right. Uh, All these different shows, uh, COPD. I mean, you hear it so much, it'll get in your head. And all of a sudden you think, man, do I have COPD? I've gone to my doctor and asked him about things that I heard on a show. And he goes, where'd you get that from? Well, I heard it on a program. I thought maybe I'll check it out. That is the impact of having 10,000 thoughts a day that go in your mind. I don't think we realize how much we're bombarded by marketing that impacts our decision. I'm driving down the street, and I was uh, thinking about getting something to eat, okay? And I drive by, and I saw Arby's. What do you think? The first thing I heard was, we got the meat, okay? It's because I've heard the commercial 100,000 times, and all of a sudden, I almost turned into Arby's to get the meat. And I said, no, I'm not doing that, okay? But if your brain is on automatic pilot, there was 20 people in line. They was there to get the meat. Where did that come from? It's because I'm bombarded with continual commercials, 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 commercials over and over again. And it's creating, some are good, but some are not so good, creating anxiety. Okay? Um, I can can keep going on. When it tells me to gamble responsibly and gambling in itself is a device, okay, that's duplicity. Right. And so we have to take control over what we're intaking in our minds in order to do that. One of the biggest creators of stress and anxiety is the smartphone, our devices that was designed to bring us more together, keep us connected. But it's creating stress because it rings, it pings, it goes off all the time. And we feel like we have to respond to it. It's like a chain a ball and chain that I'm attached to. That's a shock collar, right? You know, the shock thing you put on a pet and shock him, right? Not that you should do that, but 
it is that thing because it shocks you into responding. And all of a sudden, sometimes the calls that you're responding, you probably should have let go to voicemail. You probably shouldn't have responded to that. So that happens. You've got to insulate yourself from calls and not feel like you've got to take every single call. Sometimes you've got to put your ear pods on and tune out the noise. Years ago, there was a commercial uh, for athletes about uh, tuning out the noise. And so they would be bringing their tour bus into town and fans would be yelling and screaming at them and they would get off and they would put on their headset, their Beats headset, and they couldn't hear anything. They tuned out the noise. I think some of us need to do a better job of putting on our ear pods, putting on our Beat headphones, just tune out the noise. We don't need to hear everything. Everything is not urgent and everything is not important. We've got to start to take control over our time and our energy and our resources so that we can try to reduce the level of stress, which will reduce our anxiety. Hey, thank you for joining us. We're just having this conversation about anxiety. If you jumped on, you wonder what we're talking about. We're just talking about, we're keeping it real. We're talking about one of the biggest mental health issues in America today is anxiety. And I imagine if we did surveys around the world, we would find it an issue in other countries. I'm in America. Of course, our show reaches around the world. We're focused on just the statistics that we know that most people are dealing with. So let's talk about balance because balance is, is another key to dealing with anxiety. I got a vehicle, it's got tire monitoring system in it, and when one of the tires get too low, it triggers the monitoring system, and it'll tell me that left tire is too low. If I'm driving down the street and my car starts to pull to the left too much, one of the things I start to realize is, oh, one of the wheels are out of alignment. If I don't do anything, it actually will ruin the left tire. Okay, life is like that. You're driving down life, dealing with your work schedule, your family schedule, and all of a sudden your life starts to pull to the left. You're starting to think negatively. You're starting to act and make decisions impulsively. Something's out of whack. Something's off course. You're going to have to stop, go to the doctor, go to the auto shop, go where you go and get a tune-up, get the thing looked at. You got to get your life looked at and see where am I out of balance with and dealing with life? Why is my stress level getting to be so high? One of the things is managing urgent things versus important. What's the difference? Urgent requires you to stop what you're doing. It, it requires you to put everything down, take the phone call, right? I have multiple businesses that I manage and I have people call me and they're expecting me to stop what I'm doing. No matter where I am, stop what you're doing, I've come to town, I've made a call to you, and you have to stop and deal with it. Well, that may not be urgent to me. It's urgent to them, but it's not urgent to me. We have to learn how to manage what's urgent versus what's important. If you don't know the difference, you're already stressed out. You're already out of control. You're already out of balance. So you have to start saying, hey, this is important. This is urgent. Maybe spending more time with my spouse, my partner, my children, my pets may be more important. It's not urgent, but it is important. So you have to start to distinguish those kinds of things. When people get what I call in the ditch, they're looking for somebody to come pull them out of the ditch and they don't care who it is. First person answer the phone. Come get me. I'm in trouble. OK, well, how'd you get there? Never mind how I get there. Just come get me. 
Okay, so there's no accountability for why you're asking me to help you. You just want me to stop and invest my time, my resources and energy in to helping you. Okay, may not be important. And you may be taking me away from something that's far more critical than dealing with your issue. The other thing when people do that is it's the mouse versus the cookie syndrome that I have. When people do that, I have this thing called Give a mouse a cookie and he wants a glass of milk. When people start calling, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. They'll keep calling you. I got a percentage of my agents that keep me on dial rotation. They call me every five minutes asking me about different things. And I'm going, okay, you need to start learning how to solve this for yourself. You might could Google this yourself and deal with it. So these are just a few things that I think just are critical and, you know, the cause and effect of dealing with anxiety and how do you reduce that? How do you deal with that? And how do you make your life where it is in balance and boundaries? Big topic in our culture from therapists and psychiatrists. They wanted to teach people how to get better control of their life. And one of the ways was Dealing with boundaries. What is a boundary? What is that anyway? Well, it's kind of like putting a fence around you, right? For some of us, it might need to be an electric fence where you just shock people if they touch it. But it's a gated fence around your life which says, I get to control who comes in and out of my life, my elevator, my time. Everybody can't come in. If you don't have a fence, you don't have a boundary, that means that you're open for anyone to stop in and have a conversation with you, pull your time, pull your direction, and before you know it, you're out of balance, right? Because you're being pulled in too many direction. Some of you need gatekeepers. You know what gatekeepers are? They keep people from getting direct access to you. They screen them. They vet them to see. If you call up big companies, you're not going to get to the CEO. They got a gatekeeper because the CEO has a boundary around them and they only want to take what's important or relative to what's going on in the company. So you got to learn how to get through the gatekeeper. If you're a salesperson and you want to make a deal, you got to get past the gatekeeper because that's the boundary. Do you have a boundary in your life or you're just freestyling it and everyone has free access and you wonder why at the end of the day you're tired, you're angry, you're frustrated and you have anxiety. Maybe establishing some boundaries will help you deal with that. We're going to take a quick break and when I come back, we'll wrap up and continue the conversation on anxiety. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live and watching us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The New Home Council at thenewhomecouncil.com is an independent team of industry professionals working together to meet the changing needs of the new home building industry through education, promotion, and recognition. With over 900 members strong, the New Home Council is passionate about being a resource for builders and all professionals in the new home industry and their success. Become a member today and help support this great cause by going to thenewhomecouncil.com to learn more. That's thenewhomecouncil.com. Hey, welcome back to Lewis Howard and our conversation today on anxiety. Our goal is to help you be the best version of yourself. And the only way you can do that, you got to tackle the tough issues and challenges that, you know, people don't want to talk about. We talk about it on this show to help you kind of deal with those things. So we've raised some points today about what causes anxiety. How do you kind of manage it? We know the interruptions create anxiety. We know that not having boundaries create 
anxiety. We know that if you don't learn how to turn your smartphone on silent or turning off, you are opening yourself to constant interruptions and anxiety. Control. You got to control what you hear and how much you hear. Years ago, as an executive of a lu- luxury home building company, you got to learn how to control what you hear and how you hear. Years ago, as an executive of a large home building organization, we had model homes and we would play music in our model homes to entertain people coming through to, you know, look at the house and hopefully they would buy the house. So one day I walked into one of our model homes and I noticed that the radio station was playing and I could hear these commercial breaks and updates from news. So I walked over to our site manager and I said, hey, let's turn that off. And so they said, well, why do you want to turn it off? We need some music, some atmosphere. And I said, I agree we need atmosphere, but we don't want to potentially cause people to have a distraction or interruption from looking at the model home. What if a catastrophe strikes right now? They hear it. They're not going to want to continue to stay here. They're going to want to leave. So let's keep it to where they, we create an experience. Disney understands this. You go to Disney, there's nothing but experience. There's no negative stuff around Disney. Everything is clean. Everything is a controlled environment. You go to Las Vegas, you go in the casinos, it's a controlled environment. There are no windows. There are no clocks. They keep you full of drinks, food, and sitting at the slot machine. They control the atmosphere. How well do you control your atmosphere? How well do you control what you hear. Do you have the news on 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Do you have your phone on alert? Even as I'm doing the show, I have alerts that come up and I have to discipline myself not to watch the alerts because it could throw me off. So maybe turn off some of the alerts. You don't need to have to be alerted about everything that's going on in the world because it may be causing you some anxiety. Here's the deal. Everybody gets anxiety. We all have moments of anxiety. Demi Lovato was doing the Star Spangled Banner, singing this song before 70 million people, and you could see her hands were shaking. Okay. Sports figures and athletes before the big game, they get nervous. That's what the coaches call pre-game jitters. That means you're, you're just uptight. But the difference is not letting the uptightness the anxiety, deal with them. Whatever I'm doing shows, I have a few minutes of anxiety a little bit, but then it passes because I'm focused on the purpose of making a difference and that's more important about how I feel or how you think I feel. I'm focusing on what I have to say and what I have to do. But when your life is centered around what other people are saying, what other people are doing, right? What Don Lemon is saying, what MSNBC is saying, what Fox is saying, what Daily Mail is saying. How can you focus on the things that matter to you most? Because that's intake. Remember, 10,000 thoughts a day, 1,500 words a minute. Some of those thoughts are having an impact on how you do. I got a favorite word, and it's called reset. You have to learn how to reset. Uh, my chef friends taught me this as they're cooking in the kitchen and the kitchen's getting out of hand and things are getting out of balance and there's things everywhere. They'll stop and they'll t- tell the group. They'll stop and tell the group reset. It's reset time. Time to stop, clean up everything, put things back in order and then resume. OK, if you're working, you should stop every 90 minutes and take a break. Take a 15 minute walk. 
break, clear your mind, have a smoke, have a drink, have a latte, just clear your mind. Don't take the phone with you. Just have some downtime so you can reset from your day. You got to treat your life like you're a corporate athlete, that you're running for a marathon distance. So you have to learn how to take the break, how to train, how to stop, how to go. You got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and you got to know when to run. If you don't know that, life's going to get out of control for you. You're going to have anxiety. You're going to be on medication. You're going to be spending more time in your therapist's office than you are at the beach because you haven't learned how to control your life. You got to learn how to reset, how to learn it go. Lastly, you got to learn how to weigh things out, how to balance things. Think of weighing as a scale, and that's what your life is. And if too much is going on, your life starts to tip. Is it balanced? Too much partying and I'm tipping the other way. Too much sleep, I'm even tipping the other way. Too much work and I'm out of balance. Too much eating on Sunday while I'm watching the Seahawks, I'm out of balance. Okay, so you have to balance. If you're going to go in the gym and work out, nobody's going to, well, nobody in their right mind is going to walk over and just pick up 250-pound weights and start lifting them. Okay, you got you to gotta weigh. Is this enough for me to handle. So to, to, to weigh something means to determine how much gravitation I can accept. How much weight can I put on my mind? How much weight can I put on my body? How much news do I have to watch to get up to date? How many crazy people do I have to listen to to know I've had enough? Right? How many scary movies do I have to watch before I freak myself out? Okay, so you have to know when enough is enough. And if you don't know, then you just you're going to push yourself out of balance and you're going to wonder why you're having to keep rinse and repeat, taking the medication, seeing the therapist and you're not getting better. It's because the root of the cause, the root of the thing that you need to do, you won't do. Some of you need to fast from television. Some of you need to fast from your smartphone. You need to just turn it off for a while. Some of you need to fast from news. Others of you need to fast from people. Just cut them off for a while, right? You know what athletes do? I have several friends of mine who are athletes. You know what they do? They change their phone number every six months, and they just do it on purpose. So you may be talking to, you know, Russell Wilson. I'm using, for example, I don't have his phone number, but if I did, six months from now, he'll probably change his number because he needs to cut off certain relationships. You know, I know some of you have had your phone so long, you have deceased people still in your phone book. They ain't even alive. You got deceased people that have gone on and you're still carrying it around in your phone book. Sometimes you just got to go through and audit your life. Who do I need to get rid of? Who needs to be checked out? Stop the elevator. Who needs to get off? You know, I was saying, who's in your elevator? Because those are the people that are in closest proximity to you. Those are the people that are going to be able to speak the loudest to you. And those are the people going to have the biggest impact on your stress and your anxiety. Okay, because they have access to you 24 seven. Some of those people, you need to stop the elevator and put them in the lobby. And some of the people in the lobby, you need to send them to the street because you've got to establish boundaries around your life so that I don't want to live with anxiety. How can I get up every day thinking I'm making a difference when I'm under stress? Right. When I can't keep myself steady, when I don't have focus, I couldn't do this show Today, for you, if I'm living in distraction, I couldn't get my points right. I couldn't stay focused if I'm worried about what I'm going to eat, if I'm worried about what somebody said to me. And here's the thing about 
thoughts on people. It's not what they say right then. It's what they it's what it's not what they say right then. It's how it impacts you later. Usually when you're pissed off at somebody or in an argument, it usually doesn't affect you right then. It's usually when you're trying to sleep. It's usually when your mind is trying to shut down and you can't shut down because you're still dealing with the thoughts of the day. Now you can't get rest. Now you don't get your eight hours of sleep. Now anxiety, guess what? It's creeping up higher and higher. So we love people, but people can bring trauma and drama. And sometimes their drama has drama. And you got to just learn. Sometimes I need to excuse myself. I have a habit. I'm not saying it's a good habit, but I will ghost you. I will leave you. I don't care if it's a party, a wedding, a bar mitzvah, company party. If when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. Right. I don't keep subjecting myself to situations that's just not healthy for my mindset. And if I feel any level of anxiety, boom, I push the eject button. I'm out of there. Okay. And so you got to have your life where you live your authentic self that you're not worried about if somebody's mad at you, upset because you left because you you didn't take the phone call or you didn't return the phone call. I got people that will call me and say, hey, I text you. How come you didn't call me back? Well, I was doing other things. I was busy with other things other than waiting on a call from you. Okay. And usually what you have to say, yeah, didn't need to take that call anyway. So it is about managing how you weigh your life and how you determine how much time I'm going to spend. So let's talk about some takeaways from anxiety today. Number one is you got to learn how to say no. Okay. If you don't know how to say no to people and places and things, you're going to wear yourself out. No is a good word. It's a positive word. It puts a boundary around you. It took me a long time to learn how to say no because I always wanted to please people. I always wanted to try to make people happy. Now, I don't give a rip. I'll tell you no quickly. Okay? I will block people very quickly on my phone. I notice it's a habit that I've got now. You call me two or three times with some trauma drama, the next time you find out, you've been blocked. Okay? No to relationships. No, I don't need tons of friends. I just need quality people. I need positive people. I need people that's going to add to my life and multiply me. Right. I don't need people that want to pull up with their 18 wheels of trauma and drama and dump them on my lap and expect me to deal with it. And now I'm not even dealing with my own problems. I'm dealing with your kids and I'm not dealing with my own kids. I'm dealing with your business. And I'm not taking care of my own business. Because you've made your life more important and more of a priority, right? Remember, anxious, in the middle of the word anxious is the word I, right? When you're anxious, it's about me. It's about I, how I feel and what I want to do, right? The end of the word is us. It's about us. Everybody is going through the same thing. Everybody's going through this pandemic. Everybody has to witness this crazy election. Everybody has to witness what we're going through. You're not the only one. Stop acting like you're the only person that's got anxiety, that you're the only person that's got issues. We all got them. And so if you turn the focus away from yourself and how do I better support other people? I've learned one thing about life. The thing that makes me at peace and rest is when I stop thinking about my problems and myself. When I go out and think about how to make a difference in somebody else's life, how to help somebody that's homeless, how to help somebody that doesn't have a dad that's not going to show up today, or how to help somebody that's struggling in far more different areas than you are, all of a sudden you realize your problems are not that big anymore. Okay, you have anxiety about cleaning your house. Think about the person that doesn't have a house to clean. Okay, so when you start to put your situation 
in perspective, you find out, you know what, I can relax a little bit because my problems are not as bad as I make them up to be. In America, we're rich kids compared to the rest of the world. We got what we call first world problems. The microwave didn't heat my coffee up fast enough. My, my Uber Eats order didn't get here fast enough. And it was wrong when it got here, okay? Versus somebody that works on 22 cents a day, okay? That's what they live on. And you're worried about that your Uber Eats order was not right when it got there. Where are your priorities, right? And what are you transferring to other people? I put a post up and nobody replied. Well, maybe it was a stupid post. Maybe. You ever think about that? Right. You know, you I put post up and sometimes people don't reply to my post. I don't take the post down. I leave it. Right. Because I'm not trying to impress. Right. It's about making a difference. Trying to impress people will give you anxiety. Trying to worry about what people think about you will just throw you off. Right. You're dressing to impress somebody. You're speaking to impress. I'm not doing the show to try to impress you. I'm doing the show because I want to help make a difference in your life. I want to help you become the best version of yourself. I hope the one thing that we talked about today gives you a takeaway, learning how to say no, learning how to find your happy place, learning how to turn the smart device, phone, television off, take a break, go take a hike, right? I don't mean, you know, go away, but go take a hike, go jump in a canoe, go to a steam room, a spa, if you can go do that. Find a happy place to reset your mind. I think you're going to find it opens your mind to some ideas that might help you reduce your stress. Phone a friend. Phone somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. Maybe they can help you give a perspective on your life that you didn't even think about. You know, I'm always amazed when I talk to people and they remind me really how good of a life that I have when I'm all angst up and stressed out, worried about this and that. And people say, you know what? You got a great life. I'd love to have your life. Man, all of a sudden you relax. So find that happy place. Find a way to get yourself back in balance. I believe it'll help reduce your stress. Thank you for joining another edition of Lewis Howard Live. Hope that we delivered the one thing. Remember, you can catch us on YouTube. You can go to the Lewis Howard Live page. You can catch audio versions of the show on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, a whole bunch of other places you can get the show. Just Google Lewis Howard Live. We'll be back for another edition, another live edition of Lewis Howard Live. Thank you. We'll see you again on another show. Thank you.